All right, I'm here with a solo episode right now, and we're talking all about me. Well, we're talking specifically about something I did very recently. If you've never listened to my podcast before, here's a little bit of something about me. My name is Jonathan Repash. I'm a personal trainer and online fitness coach from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I am 29 years old. I have competed in powerlifting twice, and I've been a full-time personal trainer as my occupation for over four years now. I run my own Instagram page, Facebook page, and now a YouTube page, as well as this podcast and other forms of social media. You can find me on all of these platforms as Johnny Reps Fitness. That's J-O-N-N-Y underscore R-E-P-S underscore fitness. My main mantra when it comes to fitness and training is that it should be for everybody, and everybody can and should benefit from lifting weights, eating right, and doing all of the things that basically facilitate a healthy lifestyle. So, for those of you who have been following me on Instagram... I ate 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Yeah, and I did this to lose weight. So why did I do this? The reason why I decided to start eating 40 pizzas over the span of 30 days was inspired by a few things. So the first one was by Papa John uh, of Papa John's Pizza. Famously last November, he said that he had eaten 40 pizzas in the last 30 days in a hilarious interview that kind of became a meme. It was kind of weird. Uh, The second thing was I had actually seen an article about, I think it was three or four years ago at this point, about a guy who had eaten a pizza from Pizza Hut every single day for, I think it was, it was a couple months. It was, it was a longer period of time than I, I did this. And he did this to actually gain weight, but he built muscle while doing this. And the third thing that inspired me was Jordan Syatt's, um, Big Mac challenge And then the fourth thing that inspired me was I also have a client by the name of Steve, who I hope you're listening to this podcast, man. You know who you are, who we actually, for him, determined one of the keys to his weight loss in one of the phases of what we were doing was that he would eat pizza every day because he really ate liked pizza. So we're like, okay, uh, two slices of pizza for breakfast. If that's going to keep you adherent, uh, that's what we're going to (laughs) do. So sometimes you got to customize the approach to the person. So anyway... I decided that I was eating 40 pizzas in 30 days, and why did I do this? I I wanted to do this because I wanted to show people that you can eat foods that you like, you can eat actually a pretty large quantity of foods that you like, and you can still lose weight as long as you have your your calories in check, and as long as you're doing the right things to facilitate fitness otherwise. I also did it as kind of like a, a spectacle to be like, hey, I can post about this on Instagram every day. And probably the third reason why I did it is because I wanted to give myself a challenge when it comes to weight loss. So I've been gaining and losing weight, bulking and cutting for various reasons, whether it was competing in powerlifting or trying to build muscle or I just wanted to get leaner or have better abs. I've been doing that for a while now. For those of you, if this might be the first time you're listening to my podcast, I'm a personal trainer and I've been in the fitness for well over a decade at this point. And, you know, I've done a lot of different things in relation to that so it's just to me was too easy to simply do a weight loss transformation i kind of wanted to do something stupid because if you if you know me that's what i that's what i like i like doing things that are kind of a little bit uh, a little bit out there and uh a little bit a little bit weird so anyway what were the parameters of this challenge Basically, I just decided that in order to eat 40 pizzas in 30 days, I had to eat a whole pizza every single day. We're talking about an entire uh, pie, not just a couple slices of pizza. And 
I decided, and every three days, I would have to eat two pizzas, which was kind of rough. So these pizzas could have been frozen. They could be ordered from a pizza place, whatever. I didn't really think too much about that. I just knew, knowing what I know about calories and nutrition, that, yeah, I could fit pizza into my diet and still lose weight. So how did this start out? Well, my first day I weighed in, I was 203.4 pounds. I had actually been previously bulking. The first day was, I believe, May 13th, 2020. And when I saw that weight, I was like, cool, 203.4. I, I estimated, I said, okay, if I am really adherent here, I think I can lose eight pounds in the next 30 days. That was my goal. Uh, at the time, I was like, yeah, really realistic. And I was like, yeah, I think I told everybody, I said, I'm going to lose eight pounds because it, it keeps me accountable. And that's one of kind of the, the recurring themes you're going to see throughout this is I think I tried to keep accountable in as many ways possible. And I think that's one of the biggest, most important things when it comes to weight loss or any sort of exercise and or nutritional fitness intervention is being adherent to what you're doing. So anyway, I decided to weigh in at that number. I weighed in at 203.4 and I went about my day. So my first day, I, I actually, all I had for pizza was I had a, I had a, a couple frozen Costco pepperoni pizzas. So that's what I ate the first day. I didn't even know how many calories it was going to be. It worked out to be something like, I think, 1,600-ish calories. Some of you might be thinking, that that's a lot of calories for pizza. And you're right, it is a lot of calories for pizza. But at the same time, I mean, I can lose weight while eating that many calories in pizza. And uh, yeah, I think I, I'm going to prove it. I'm going to prove it right now. So I actually I actually went under calories on my first day by one calories. I allocated myself about 2,580 calories per day. And that was based on my fitness pal's recommendations. It's, you know, I don't try and be perfect with those. I try to be, you know, plus or minus 10% and you're close enough. The first problem I kind of ran into was on my third day, I didn't have real, I hadn't really prepared for a two pizza day at that point. I didn't realize, well, I did realize, but I hadn't prepared for it that two pizzas is going to be a massive chunk of my daily calories. I'm trying to stay roughly around 2,600 calories. And between the two pizzas, I ate over 3,200 calories. And then with the other stuff I ate for the day, I ended up with 3,800 calories, which was way, way north of where I where I wanted to be. So go, moving forward from that, I was just like, okay, from now on, I need my two pizza days to be a lot more planned ahead. And speaking of planning ahead, I weighed myself every single day on this challenge, and I have a running graph that showed what all of the weigh-ins were. So it didn't really matter what I ate necessarily the previous day and how that would impact my weigh-ins. So if I explain it like this, if you're trying to lose weight, if you are consistently eating below the number of calories that you are burning, like you're burning more calories than you're eating, you're, you're going to lose weight 100% of the time. But that's not always going to be immediately apparent. So like if on Monday I eat less calories than I, if I burn more calories than I eat, my weight is not necessarily going to go down on Tuesday. But if over the course of, say, 30 days, you have, you know, consistently eat under your calories, your weight's going to consistently trend downward. A lot of people get really discouraged with this because they will weigh in at a certain number and then their weight will you know, they'll eat really good for a day or two and their weight won't change or maybe their weight will, will even go up. 
and they don't realize that there's a lot more that affects your body weight than just than just your body fat or how much fat you're losing, right? You're you're going to continuously lose body fat if you are at a calorie deficit. The the trick is just figuring out where exactly that calorie deficit is for you. And I'm going to explain how I did that later. So after going through this challenge, I documented everything on my Instagram and I documented my weigh-in every single day. I also have all of that stuff like my weight and my food logs on MyFitnessPal. If you want to go check that out yourself, all of it is public. You just need to friend me on MyFitnessPal using my email, which is jreposh at gmail.com. It's my first initial last name at gmail.com. So anyway, what were some of the challenges that I had during this this pizza challenge. So the first thing was I, I realized kind of early in that pizza has a lot of sodium. I mean, we didn't, I didn't not already know that. I did know that <laughs> pizza has a lot of sodium. And pizza also is very high in carbs, fat, and calories, obviously. So one thing that I started doing after the first couple days was I started actively looking to go, when I went shopping the first time, to go shopping for pizzas that were lower in calories. I was like, well, I'm going to be eating pizza an entire pizza every single day and I want to keep losing weights and I don't want to have to be like you know eating nothing else so I want my calories to be a little bit lower so a few things that I did like when I ordered out to eat I never ordered a pizza larger than a medium and I usually tried to go with toppings that did not have a add a ton of extra calories to it like I went to Papa John's and I would order a medium uh, regular pizza regular crust pizza with grilled chicken on it or I went to Pizza Nova and I got a medium chicken a la, Blanc, a la Bianca with wheat crust and thin crust. And those just saved me a ton of calories. The other thing was when I went shopping at Real Canadian Superstore, uh, there's a brand of pizzas called Dr. Otker, O-E-T-K-E-R, frozen pizza. And they have a ton of different flavors. Most of them are flatbread and most of them are under 1,000 calories. But... I figured if I was only eating those pizzas, it would be too easy, so I did get some other pizzas. But I would say probably, like, almost half of the pizzas I had were that brand because they're just, you know, not too high in calories. So it's easy on two pizza days when they're 800 calories each. That's 1,600 out of my roughly 2,600 calories of food. I have 1,000 calories for other stuff, even on the heavy pizza days. I have some wiggle room. So specifically on those two pizza days... It was really hard to fit in other foods that I liked. The only thing I was eating that was kind of like quote unquote junk food was really pizza. I didn't, everything else was mostly, for the most part, uh, fruits, vegetables, grilled chicken, cans of tuna, whey protein, Greek yogurt. And yeah, and I think those stuff I just said right there, like if I wasn't eating pizza, all that stuff right there, that's a pretty complete diet. You don't really need to eat anything else. The pizza was just like the quote-unquote junk in my diet. And another thing that I realized about this diet was it's hard to get enough fiber when you're eating half of your calories every day from pizza. Pizza is not high in fiber, and men are supposed to get about 38 grams of fiber is the recommended daily amount. I was probably getting closer to around 20, and I started having to supplement fiber later on just because my uh, my poop was not too great with all that low, with not having a high fiber intake. Uh, so, pizza, not a great fiber source of fiber. And I would say the final issue that I had was just that it wasn't that 
the high amount of pizza calories or anything with the adherence was really tough for me because I can be really disciplined for it, but I do understand how if someone else were to try this, it would be very hard for them to remain adherent to the other aspects of what they were doing. So for example, I was training hard four days a week weight training. I was doing also a fifth day of calisthenics on Saturday, body weight stuff. And, but I was not doing any cardio per se, and I was not tracking my steps or my activity at all. And this is another thing of, if you want to lose weight, do you need to do cardio? You don't because car weight loss is all determined by calorie deficit, which is the result of eating less. Now you can do cardio to burn calories and to make it so you don't have to eat quite so much as less to, uh, to lose weight. But at the same time, you could get the same results simply by moving more. I'm a very active person. I fidget a lot. I move around a lot. I have a Siberian Husky who I have to walk and go on bike rides with. So just moving around a lot, you get the same benefit as you get from doing structured cardio workouts that I find largely unnecessary for weight loss for me. And also I would say about 90% of my clients or more. Now, when I was training, like I really didn't have any fancy equipment. I was basically in quarantine the entire time. I was training from home and all I had was a five foot barbell that had a weight capacity of 250 pounds and I had 250 pounds of weight and I had a little squat stand. But even if I didn't have those things, I still think I could have had, I could have done adequate amounts of workouts, especially for me, someone who's fairly well experienced in training and those type of things, 250 pounds on the barbell is not a, not a ton of weight for things other than stuff like bench press, but for like squats and deadlifts, it's not very heavy. But like for someone who's just trying to lose weight, like it's not even super important that you're doing like super, super progressively overloaded stuff. It's just important that you're maintaining that calorie deficit, right? It's just important that you're eating less and you're moving more. So there don't, there don't need to be these ba barriers that we're all putting up about. You need to do this much training to lose weight because in reality, you don't need to actually do any training to lose weight. Your weight loss is entirely determined by your diet. It really is. So... Where did I get at the end of this? Where did I end up? So after about my 30 days, the last day was June 11th, I believe. So that meant my final weigh-in after the 30 days was the next day, which was Friday, June 12th. And my weight on this day was 196 pounds on the dot, which was actually exactly the same as my weight was the previous morning. Uh, but, you know, that's just how it is. Your weight goes up, your weight goes down, your weight fluctuates moving forward, right? So I lost a total of 7.4 pounds. I think I made a, a typo. I, I'm not 100% sure if my first weigh-in was 203.6 or 203.4. It was one of them because I have it recorded as both numbers in different locations. So I lost either 7.4 or 7.6 pounds, right? Now, I want to talk about how I lost that weight and how you can calculate your own calories for losing weight in a very, very foolproof manner. And this manner of losing weight, it does not require you to be good at counting calories and it does not require you to actually even be accurate in counting your calories. All that it requires you to be is consistent in counting your calories. So I made a list of every single pizza that I had eaten in 40 day in the last 30 days, all 40 of those pizzas. And I have some statistics that we can use. A couple of them are useful, a couple of them are just fun, but we're going to use these statistics to essentially calculate 
how many calories I need to eat to lose weight with very, very close accuracy. And again, it doesn't matter if this number is actually accurate because this is the calories based on what I was logging, right? As long as I am consistent with how I am logging my food, it doesn't matter if this number is actually accurate because it's just a percentage, okay? So let's look at this. I had, throughout the span of 30 days, I consumed 81,351 calories. 44,975 of those calories were from pizza and pizza toppings. This means that 55.29% of the calories I ate in the last 30 days were from pizza and pizza toppings. That's a lot of pizza. Now, what can I, how can I use these numbers to calculate my calorie maintenance? and also how many how much many calories i need to eat to lose weight well that's actually very easy all we need to do is we need to take the number of calories that i ate throughout the 30 days and divide it by 30 that number comes up to 2711.7 calories so just roughly 2700 calories so i lost 7.4 pounds eating 2700 calories per day one pound of fat loss is 3,500 calories of deficit. This means that if I multiply that 7.4 pounds of weight loss that I have by the 3,500 calories that it takes for each pound of fat loss, that I would get the number of calories in deficit that I was for the entirety of the 30 days. So this number is 2,000 or sorry, this number is 25,900. I was in a 25,900 calorie deficit throughout the span of 30 days. I divide this number by 30 to figure out my daily calorie deficit. This number divided by 30 is 863. That means that each day I was at roughly an 863 calorie deficit, so therefore my maintenance calories, which is the amount of calories I need to eat to maintain my weight, is roughly 3,575 calories. I got this from adding my average calories eaten per day that I calculated previously, which was 2711, to my average daily caloric deficit that I just calculated, which was 863. You can do this exactly the same way with your calories and it will be very very accurate for calculating the number of calories you need to eat to lose weight so I know my maintenance is 3575 calories and I had a 30 day sample size in which to calculate that from which is very accurate if I'm tracking consistently for 30 days that's going to be pretty representative of how I would track going forward right so if I want to gain or if I want to lose weight at a certain rate if I want to lose at a rate faster than 7.4 pounds every 30 days, I would increase my deficit below 2,700. If I wanted to lose at a slower rate, I would raise my calories up a little bit. And you can do the exact same thing. Let's say, for example, that you found out that you ate 50,000 calories throughout the span of 30 days. Okay? You ate 50,000 calories throughout the span of 30 days, and your weight changed by 5 pounds. Okay? That means that you had a calorie deficit of 5 times 3,500, 17,500. You add that 17,500 to your 50,000 of logged calories, and you get 67,500. 
divide that by 30 to get your daily calorie maintenance. So that would come out to 2,250. That would mean your calorie maintenance is 2,250 calories per day. You can then use that number to calculate how many calories you need to track in order to lose weight. See? It's magical. It's not magical. It works. <laughs> That's what's so great about it is it works. Okay, so let's go on to what I learned here. What did I learn from doing this challenge? So I learned that sodium and satiety and calorie deficit, well, I already knew calorie deficit was important, but sodium and satiety can be a hell of a thing. Like, you don't want your sodium to be too high because it increases your risk of cardiovascular disease. It increases your risk of uh, high blood pressure, hypertension, stroke, just a variety of things that you, you really don't want, right? So long term I would not follow this diet or recommend it for anyone because most people generally have a really high sodium intake anyway so if you're overweight or obese it's probably a really good idea to track your sodium intake in addition to tracking your calories because it can negatively affect your your health outcomes now if you lower your calories and you're in a weight loss phase though generally you will be eating less sodium anyway so that's kind of a moot point so anyway, what did I hope to achieve by doing this? I hope to achieve the goal of showing people that foods are not bad. Foods are just nutritionally different. There's no such thing as a good food. There's no such thing as a bad food. There's only foods that are nutritionally different in terms of calories. You can eat pizza and be perfectly fine. You can eat literally any food and it's not going to affect you as long as you are still staying within parameters that, maintain, that are a healthy diet, which is basically make sure your calories aren't too high. You have to be eating you know, an adequate amount of protein, you should be getting enough fiber, stuff like your sodium should not be too high. Between all of those things, that's the bulk of what makes up a, a, a your diet. That's the bulk of what makes up a healthy diet. If you really, you're doing things beyond that, but you don't have those things accurately tracked and in check, you're really doing yourself a disservice because anything outside of that is much less important than those few things I just listed. So I would really like if everybody would share this podcast, and I would really like if I would actually get the attention of someone like H3 Podcast or a pizza place like Papa John's or even the man himself, Papa John, because I just want like a larger platform to put out my message and put out the idea that that diet and training is super, super important and the things that actually are important. Put out the message of what actually is important when it comes to nutrition and when it comes to training. Because I really am a minimalist in terms of the things you need to do. If if you can do the less uh, less things or a less complicated approach and get exactly the same results, I, I'm definitely in favor of that. And really, the idea of demonizing foods or making it like certain foods are bad for you or like... A lot of people still think that it's just because you, you're eating processed foods or it's just because you're eating pizza or it's because if you replace this with this, it's going to make you healthy. It's like, or if you add quote unquote healthier foods into your diet, it's going to make you healthier. And it just does not work that way. Yes, you should make smarter food choices and you should make generally more intelligent uh, selections, but you don't have to entirely eliminate foods that are gener that are considered unhealthy from your nutrition because i think this all or nothing approach it's it's really doing a disservice to the average person because it makes them think if i can't follow this arbitrary gold standard of eating quote unquote healthy it's not worth doing which is 100% false there's it's it's a dose dependent relationship of like the the more you exercise 
and the more you follow the parameters of what make a healthy diet, which, as I just said, a lot of people have those parameters and they have their priorities entirely screwed up when it comes to what actually makes a diet healthy. If, as long as you're following those parameters, it's like, or, or trying to do better than you currently were at those things, you're going to do so much better. And it's going to improve your health outcomes. And it's going to improve your quality of life as you age. So it's really not an all or nothing thing. Like, I'd really love to get someone like a larger podcast or Papa John's or someone to notice this. Because again, this is, this is kind of goes into like a stunt territory of like 40 pizzas in 30 days. Is it necessary? I mean, of course not. But it's something that maybe gets somebody's attention. So that would be cool. And... Furthermore, like it also it also gets the idea out of people's minds of like you can't lose I can't lose weight because of this. Like I could give myself just about any handicap in the world and still lose weight if I was doing it right. So it's like you don't need to you don't need to follow this ideal. You don't need to force yourself to eat chicken breast every day to lose weight. You just have to reduce your portions. That's where it starts. That's where it starts and that's where honestly it doesn't end too far away from that. <laughs> Like it just it ends with doing that consistently. It starts with reducing your portion and it starts with reducing your portions and it ends with reducing your portions consistently. So I think we need to knock down barriers when it comes to nutrition and training. We need to make it as easy and as simple and as doable as possible for everyone because there's just so much benefit that you can get out of doing a little bit more when it comes to your training or your exercise routine. Like if you have, if you're going from zero right now, just going for a walk is better. If you're just eating an apple instead of eating a cupcake is better. These small things are important and they add up. So one thing that I was surprised by was by the end of this challenge, like I didn't really feel like it was hard at all. Like it was actually easier than I thought it was going to be. And I actually did not get to the point where I disliked pizza at any point through this challenge. Actually, the day after I was done with the challenge, even though I didn't have to, I ate some leftover pizza. So it's, I think it really goes to show you that when you're, you're eating at a level that is sustainable and when you're eating things that you like, it really makes the process just so easy. And in reality, I'm not even sure that this pizza challenge was harder than if I decided to lose the weight just, you know, not eating pizza. I feel like it might have even made it easier because I was eating something that I really like every day. So honestly, moving forward at this point, like I'm going to continue on this weight loss because it is a weight loss phase that I'm going through that's going to be longer than just this 30 days. But I'm actually kind of going to maybe miss the pizza thing because it's something that let me engage my followers and it's also something that I just found to be motivating and it, it kept me going and I was I was eating something I liked every day. So if I can give one piece of advice or some knowledge that comes out of this, it would be eat things that you like and eat a diet that you are not just happy with nutritionally, but you're also happy with taste-wise and you're enjoying your food. Like food was made to be enjoyed. And there's often this false dichotomy postulated by a lot of people that you need to kind of hate food or eat food that you hate to lose weight and it's so not true it's just it's counterintuitive we're hurting our population we're hurting the people who really need help losing weight knock down those barriers don't put them up keep training keep eating pizza keep being healthy if you like this podcast, make sure to leave me a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Make sure you spam every pizza place you know and let them know that I ate pizza and lost weight. Let your friends know. We want it to go viral. 
or at least more viral than my other content. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you all you guys later. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Johnny Reps Fitness. It's J-O-N-N-Y underscore R-E-P-S underscore fitness. I'll see you on the next episode of Strength for All. K-bye.